Welcome to LED Talk with PixelFlex, your monthly podcast where we discuss the technology and solutions helping transform spaces into immersive, dynamic digital marbles. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of LED Talk by PixelFlex. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and today we're rejoined by the one, the only, David Venus, CMO for PixelFlex. David, great to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. It's always, uh, it's always great to be on with you guys. Yeah, always a pleasure to chat, and I'm excited to dig into our topic for the day. Today, we're chatting LED screen displays and really asking the question, where are we and what's next? I feel like 2018 was a big year for LED, and 2019 is already set up to be even bigger, mostly looking at technological innovations, but beyond that, just creative applications for the next wave of LED. So, David, just to give a quick overview, what were some of the biggest milestones for 2018 to set us up to where we are now? Yeah, well, I think some of the biggest uh, biggest growth really in, in, in any sector of you know the LED display industry we saw last year was really the race to the bottom. And I think what I mean by that is everybody trying to get to the extremely tight, fine, you know, pixel pitch product. So the sub two millimeter, uh, you know, and, and really how do we create high resolution product and make them affordable for the end user, but also how do we relate what has been somewhat of a pretty unstable, uh, you know, product offering industry wide uh, you know, how do we make quality in that? How, how do we give a product to the consumer that uh, they can rely on and they know that their investment is is well worth it? Love that. And I mean, that sets us up perfectly for our first talking point here, which is looking at tighter pixel pitch. I think that's probably the go-to when people think, what is the next evolution for LED? Well, it's getting that pixel pitch even tighter. But eventually you get to a point where you know you get so tight on the pixel pitch that it's not really worth it, uh, mostly because it just becomes too expensive. So let's chat a little bit about what that growth and narrow and fine pixel pitch products has looked like um, in the industry and where you think it's going to grow in 2019. Well, you know, in 2019, uh, you know, we saw about a 50% increase in, uh, you know, fine pixel pitch or narrow pixel pitch products uh, from 2017. And, and to be honest with you, I, I mean, that's pretty undeniable growth. So the market is asking for it. Uh, you know, so for us, and kind of going back to that race to the bottom in our industry, you know, every manufacturer out there is trying to produce tighter pixel pitch offerings than really ever before and you know as a company PixelFlex has offered sub two millimeter for several years Um, but as a whole fine pixel pitch products have been like I said really unstable and unreliable to the uh, to the end user because they've been so delicate Um, and we actually just started uh, with a launch on our new Flex Ultra with Pixel Shield, uh, Pixel Shield technology that offers true COB or what we call chip on board technology and that offers a protective coating uh, to reduce pixel failure. And you're starting to see some more of this, uh, you know, in the industry, but how, you know, how we as an industry make this change inside of the pixel pitch or, you know, the narrow pixel pitch category and how do we make them, uh, you know, A, affordable, how do we make them uh, less delicate and more reliable, um, 
and you know, I think you said something pretty great to kind of start this whole section off here is that fine pixel pitch or narrow pixel pitch products have been really, I mean, really cost prohibitive. Uh, and the sweet spot right now seems to be in like that 1.6 to 1.9 millimeter range. Um, and there's very little sub 1.6 millimeter product out in the market. Uh, you know, it's just unfortunately the cost has been prohibitive of people actually being able to afford it. Do you think the industry will eventually get to sub 1.6 millimeter products? Or do you think it's kind of that fine tuning of, you know, the smartphone where, yeah, they can add new features, but realistically it's the same offering and it's almost almost minimal. You know, you're not seeing much difference. Well, I mean, we're already there. You know, I mean, uh, uh, manufacturers are offering, and I mean, and, and we offer all the way down to uh, a 0.95. Um, but really, it still it still comes back to uh, you know the cost on these types of products and them having historically been uh, somewhat unreliable, and 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 that's not something that you know we want to put out as a company, right? That you know when when you put out an unreliable product, you have customers that can get uh, pretty upset, especially when you know they're spending this kind of money on a on a on an LED wall. And I think what's most exciting about this growth in tighter pixel pitch in micro LED solutions is that you're not just seeing it to the curated and rather safe indoor solutions. You're starting to see this come to the outdoor market as well. Because I think when you really think about outdoor LEDs, it's pretty clear, you know, you can almost see every single little pixel on the screen and that was the trend for several years and I think as of recently we're starting to see tighter pixel pitch make its way to the outdoor market in a way that you know is almost making it totally blend in with the indoor solutions that have already surpassed that level for you know several years so tell me a bit about the growth in the outdoor LED market for 2019 what you're seeing and how they're starting to beat some of those pitch offering limitations yeah, I mean, it's one of the fastest growing product channels, I think, in our industry right now. Uh, typically in the past, uh, you know, outdoor products have been limited by pitch offerings. And, you know, two, three, and four years ago, you you were hard-pressed to find a lot of good quality solutions sub 10 millimeter, you know. And, 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 and some of those things were, or some of those types of products were in a dip configuration, which is three individual red, green, and blue uh, you know, diodes to make one, uh, one, one output, you know, now we're starting to see the SMD configurations come into play and we're starting to see offerings, uh, in the 4.8 and 3.9 millimeter pixel pitch offerings. So you can do outdoor screens at face level and know that you're still going to get a great looking display and you're going to not get the off color that you see in a lot of dip configurations. Well, I think another reason why the outdoor LED market was limited was because, I mean, it's in the name. It's an outdoor LED installation, which means it's more susceptible to the environment. It's more susceptible to, you know, kids launching a football at it, right? Like, it's it's going to experience more wear and tear than I think your indoor install and when you get into tighter pixel pitches, there is finer technology, which means that there are more chances for that technology to 
fail, and then that has a domino effect on the entire install. So I wanted to get a sense, at least what you think, of how the outdoor LED market is bringing this tighter pixel pitch to their installs, but keeping it reliable and keeping it sturdy to the elements of you know the outside and any any more strenuous use. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I mean, understand that, of course, the outdoor, uh, you know, LED market and the products that are being offered are not in the sub two and, and sub one millimeter category yet. Right. But, uh, you know, we haven't as an industry had an issue with sealing the, uh, the you know, the cabinets and the connection of the modules to mm -hmm. the cabinets. It's been the face of the LED modules. You know, the closer these pixels get together, the less surface there is to... Uh, for medically seal them and and keep them uh, and keep these circuit boards that the pixels are actually and the, and the platters that these pixels are attached to keeping them uh, you know safe and sealed from the elements so uh, you know we've we, we've made a lot of obvious improvements in being able to do that as technology has kind of gone with us here and being able to seal the the face of modules that are you know 3.9 and 4.8 uh, you know, and, and that's really where, you know, we've kind of uh, hit that, that, that next stage for outdoor LED. It, no one has really gotten below that 3.9, but that's a huge advancement to where we were. Um, but, you know, uh, for, for, for me, it's just outdoor LED has really grown and, and become some, somewhat of a, a whole new beast because you have products that are a tighter pixel pitch and you're starting to see more feature sets in outdoor product lines and the you know the ability to do things like right angles and the ability to seamlessly curve displays in convex or concave fashions so it, it, outdoor led is not going anywhere especially especially in the states and it's only going to continue continue to grow cuz uh, the states have really seemed to uh, just start to see its growth and push into outdoor displays, unlike some other areas that we are familiar with across the world that have been synonymous with outdoor displays. Right. I mean, you're starting to see outdoor displays not just be your big rectangle that displays a score, but you're starting to see them become staples for, you know, an entire company or a museum or a restaurant or something that they can now showcase outside as a creative LED display. The one that really comes to mind for me is the pylon outside the um, Las Vegas Forum shops. So you've got these two great pillars, and they are an LED solution, and they look like melting marble, and then they'll shift into this cool metallic scale, and then they, they like, flow into water. I mean, it's really, really gorgeous stuff, and it's all very seamless. You can't really point out each individual pixel. I mean, if you get up super close, it's not that fine, but from the distance where you would be normally viewing it, it just looks like this cool rotating uh, spire and it's it's pretty inspirational I guess pun sort of intended there to see uh, this LED display be more than just you know advertisement or signage but really becoming art so tell me a bit about how the creative display side of the LED and the digital signage market has grown in 2019 and what you think are some of the most inventive displays well, I mean, we're finding customers in the market. I mean, I mean, they're demanding more and more creative freedom. Uh, you know, architects and 
and designers don't want to be limited to squares and rectangles. And that's what traditional LED tiles were, were really in, in the marketplace. So, you know, you're starting to see a lot of people and a lot of manufacturers invest in R&D and spending time on how they produce creative LED display, you know, options to allow people to really think outside the box. I mean, that, that is one of our biggest focuses. Our R&D department spends countless hours trying to find ways to create new, unique products that give really a whole new meaning to custom and creative LED. Anybody can offer a square or rectangle. It, you know, people want new, want different. They're, they're trying to create iconic, unique displays and spaces. And, and that's how you do it, by offering products that, you know, don't, don't bound creativity. So another point I wanted to bring up is the rental market for LEDs, mostly because as this stuff becomes more accessible, yes, you start seeing more businesses wanting to implement a large display in their building, uh, maybe install something outside that attracts customers or represents brand imaging. But for some smaller companies, or if you're dealing with a temporary venue, so that could be an event, a conference, a pop-up shop for a retailer. They don't need to invest money in a permanent install. They can just rent it. So tell me a bit about how the rental market has grown in 2019, or at least begun to grow, um, and why do you think it is growing? Is it because it's more accessible now from a cost perspective? Is it because it's more convenient? Is the technology more interesting? Give me your insight. I mean, like you said, not, not everybody's looking to buy their LED display. There are a lot of situations where rental makes more sense. And uh, with that market growing, uh, you know, you can put them anywhere, any any place, and there are rental vendors all across the nation, including, I mean, Pixelflex has a whole uh, rental vendor network, and uh, that can help you, whether that's a concert or, a you know, a trade show, enhancing a trade show booth, you know, standing out on that trade show floor, Largedale, you know, corporate events, uh, you know, pop-up shops are a huge one. People are trying to incorporate all this stuff into brand activations make experiences that get them on social media and tag them and, and, and make them a more, uh, 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 you know, make their brand stand out. And, uh, you know, in the past, people have always gone, ah, you know, LED, I can't, I can't afford that on any front, whether that was purchasing or, or, or renting. And that's just not really the case anymore. It, it is becoming more affordable on both fronts. Uh, and you're, again, you're seeing... Uh, you know, flexibility and, you know, assembly and, and creativity with offset rigging capabilities and being able to curve your walls. And, 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 uh, and also you're starting to see the smaller pitches come forth in the rental market. I think that's going to be a big push there as well. Um, but, you know, I personally think we'll only continue to see the rental market grow and, and have stable growth for many years to come because events are going nowhere. People are going to continue to spend event marketing dollars or their marketing dollars towards events for, I mean, years to come. So the AV companies that are providing these solutions, um, I mean, obviously, they probably see bigger dollars on the permanent installs, the ones where they get to collaborate with a company um, a business owner, whatever that might be, to deliver something unique to them. Are you seeing those companies now want to transition a lot of their offerings over to the rental space? Um, are they 
purchasing new technology just for the rental market? How are you seeing the actual industry evolve to this new consumer demand? Well, you're seeing manufacturers really dedicate uh, you know, time and effort and research and development into two different types of products. So you have install products and you have products that are driven towards the rental market. The rental market products are going to have uh, better hardware, offset rigging capabilities, uh, you know, headers and footers that allow easy rigging to structures or, you know, allow them to be easily ground supported. So the two, you know, the two types of product really are very different from each other. So you're seeing rental vendors look for products that have those types of features and allow their clients to be creative. Uh, you know, event designers and, and lighting designers and production designers are just as creative as architects and space designers in the installation space. So why should we try to limit their creativity as well? So it really, you're, you're just seeing rental vendors look for products that allow their customers to really obtain the things that they want to attain. Because if they don't have the product that will do that, they're going to lose it to somebody else. And that's the last thing they want to do. So obviously this whole conversation has been around LED technology, but it's not the only screen technology out there, especially when you look at large format screens. I mean, I know it's most direct competitor, LCD, um, has seen its own growth over the last several years. Um, I know Samsung revealed this really great 8K product um, when I was at CES, and it was gorgeous. And the way that it was taking video and upscaling it for 8K, I mean, it's all very smart technology. But LED is still leading the charge and honestly outpacing other different types of large format screens that it competes against. So give me your insight on how you think LED is stacking up against some of its other competing technologies and why you think it's still reigning as king in 2019. I mean, people people are looking for seamless, dynamic displays. So obviously, you can go any which direction you really want there. But turning to LED, I think, gives you a little more ability to accomplish the visions of uh, not only your own doing, but your 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 clients as well. Uh, you know, LED has no bezels. It, it, you know, you can create almost any size screen that you want. Uh, you know, there's no color matching issues if a, if a tile needs to be replaced or a module needs to be replaced. Uh, I mean, uh, overall, it, you're you're just seeing people look towards LED for large scale display. Sorry, displays because uh, they are becoming more affordable. The lifespan is, you know, better than most of the other displays that it it really, you know, competes against. So, uh, you know, obviously every display technology has its, has its ups and downs and, and has, has its own purposes. And, you know, LED might not be for everybody, but it quickly is becoming for everybody and everybody wants to have it. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're, we're excited to be in that, in that marketplace and a part of it. And, you know, develop products that, you know, allows people to do the things that they want to do and accomplish the things that they want to accomplish with their, their, their clients. So, uh, you know, it's, there's really no better time right now than, uh, than, than now to be in the LED industry and the LED display industry is growing and we couldn't ask for anything more, really. 
I think what excites me the most of the topics we mentioned today is probably the rental market, just because I like seeing great technology become more accessible for any kind of business owner or individual that's looking to bring LED to their event, to their business, to their pop-up shop, whatever it might be. You know, as you said, we are starting to see these displays get more creative. And so if those creative displays become rentable and people can bring them for short periods of time instead of having to invest in permanent installs, then, uh, you know, I think we're going to see that market grow and honestly probably gain more love for LED products if they become more versatile. So that's definitely what's exciting me the most. I'm, I'm right there with you. Again, like I said, it's, there's no better time than now right now to be in this industry. So, Well, David, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. I enjoyed getting your insight on what's up next for LED screen displays in 2019. Looking forward to our next episode coming out soon you know we're going to be chatting pretty consistently. So I'm looking forward to getting this great LED talk on LED Talk. Awesome. Always a pleasure, Daniel. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of LED Talk by Pixel Flex. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.